Rally Podcasting Network. Your favorite podcast rallied into one place. This week's episode is brought to you by Ashley Luan K on YouTube. If you are seeking guidance for achieving a higher education or insight on life as a nurse, check out Ashley Luan K on YouTube. You can find a link to her channel at rallynetwork.net or searching Ashley Luan K on YouTube. I'll even add a link to the show notes. You won't want to miss out on subscribing to her educational content. Most recent episode up on her page is come get ready with me nursing edition part one so if you're just maybe starting out your journey definitely check it out she's got some other nursing videos posted as well go check her out the show my name is kyron mountain and this is nintendo news now episode 15 for april 15th is april already still april i don't know i've been in the house for how long i've lost track of what day we're on what year we're on no it's still 2020 i know i'm not too terribly excited either uh let's just jump straight into the news shall we I don't know about you, but I've been uh, been following a bit of more YouTube videos popping out for this game over on the internets. Ninjala. New Ninjala details. Let's look here. We got an article on MyNintendoNews.com. More details regarding the free-to-play Nintendo Switch multiplayer title Ninjala have emerged via the upcoming issue of Koro Koro Comic in Japan. So I guess uh, Gumcraft, change a gum to a weapon. There are 12... Pardon me, there are 12 different weapons from three types. Gum shoot, throw the gum like a shuriken, stopping on opponent's movement. Oh, stopping an opponent's movement. So kind of like a, a bola ball or something, you know, like if you were Batman. Uh, gum dash, inject the gum into an aerial dash. So a sprint, a mid-air sprint or like a double jump probably. This this sounds like a lot of fun. I'm still waiting. When is this? I gotta double check here. This is another one of those games that's coming out next month. Uh, it says here May 27th, 2020. Worldwide release the next day in Japan. I can't wait for this. A free four-on-four battle game. Like come come June. I'm not. I'm gonna be. You'll see why. I'm gonna. Have, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hope I'm in isolation still. Come June. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition Future Connected Epilogue begins one year after the main game ends. That's what an article over on My Nintendo News says. Uh, apparently, Nintendo of Europe uh, basically tweeted this to confirm it. The tweet says, set one year after the main story, Future Connected is a new epilogue chapter included in Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. It's available right from the start and can be experienced at any time. So I guess if that means if you've played Xenoblade Chronicles, you could just jump straight to this extra story. So if you've played that game, like who may, like you played it on the Wii and then you've played it on, uh, didn't it come out on the Wii U as well? And it also came out on the 3DS. If you're sick of the game, why not just jump in and just get that extra? Or maybe maybe you're not sick of it, and maybe you love the game so much that you're like, you're buying it just for this extra game. Uh, real quick thought about Xenoblade Chronicles I that I was thinking about, and I thought I should pass this along since I searched for it. What order do I play the games in? So, apparently, from my research, and hit me up on Twitter if I'm wrong, at Kyron, K-Y-R-A-N. Um, Xenoblade's Chronicles... Is the first one to play. Then obviously play Future Connected. Then play Xenoblades Chronicles 2. Then play Torn. But that's not the order that they happen in. I guess they happen in Xenoblade Chronicles. 
then Future Connected, which are part of the same game that's coming out end of May. And then Torn takes place before Xenoblades 2. Apparently, if you can't wait, it's not a big deal to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 first. Like, if you really can't wait and you just want to get started, like, I have, a, I, I made sure I got my hands on a copy of Xenoblade 2 um, when it was on sale once, and I've been holding off to play it um, because I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles first. But, you know, apparently it's not a big deal. I guess some of the big end things in number two make a bit more sense when you've played one. I didn't think we were going to talk about Resident Evil 3 Remake at all, but as that's come out, I think last week or something, I don't know, who knows when it's coming out over here, if we can get it, but RE4, Resident Evil 4, is apparently already in the works getting a remake. A lot of people I've heard are kind of upset about this. Um, I know a lot of people feel like Resident Evil 4 is a perfect game. I booted up last night and I couldn't get past the first house. Like. I kept switching the control scheme. I kept trying something different. kept telling myself to just keep going. I think what it is, it's not only just the, the control scheme that, that really gets me on the Switch, but also I don't really want to play a big horror game. So there's nothing there enticing me to keep playing. If the controls were really tight and really good, then maybe I would play for the story. But if I'm sitting there fighting with the controls, a lot, as well as being chased by a zombie, I'm out. So. I guess I'm in the camp of maybe RE4 does need to get remade. Maybe it does. Maybe the the financial doesn't need to be made outweigh like is 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 outweighed by how much money they project to make from it. I would probably play this if it had more of a first person and third person sh traditional third person shooter scheme. Apparently they did a really good job in RE3 and I know RE4 was probably the first Resident Evil I jumped in on. Uh, that said, everything, if you're a big Resident Evil fan, uh, I guess Code Veronica would have been the next one to remake in this series of games. And I believe Code Veronica was the one... Again, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not, I'm not, I haven't played all the games, but isn't Code Veronica the one that was supposed to be 3 that got sidelined? Or am I thinking of it the other way around? That number 3 was supposed to be... And then it... But... Code Veronica's supposed to have a really cool story. If you missed it last week, or a few weeks ago, uh, LEGO Super Mario launched. It's going to be... No, it didn't launch, sorry. If you missed it a couple weeks ago, uh, we got more details on the Super Mario LEGO. In fact, we're getting a launch date of August 1st, and you can pre-order that first set right now. It looks like here in Canada, it's $69.99. I'm going to see here. Go over to... Yeah, here in Canada, we're only able to pre-order the one set for $69.99. It's the Adventures with Mario Starter Course. Looks like it includes a Mario fig. You build your own Bowser Jr. Um, there's a really crummy looking Goomba. <laughs> and uh, a warp pipe, some other, you know, a swing and stuff. Basically some stuff to basically get you started. I really hate to say it, I just, I just saw the packaging. The box looks like a box for like a cheap Bionicle. To have a $69.99 price on this, people are really going to have to, like, there's going to have to be some killer display to sell me on why this is $69.99. I personally know that, you know, Mario is a Bluetooth figure. He's got one, two, at least two, maybe three screens on him. I, I have a feeling his eyes are just one screen. Um, I would love, oh, and his mouth is a screen too, right? So... How many screens does he actually have? I bet he only has one screen, let's be honest here, and then just the piece of plastic covers it up. But regardless, there is uh, some value that probably justifies the $69.99 Canadian. Maybe this is the kind of thing you hope for and wait for it to be on sale. Now, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
Cooking Mama Drama. Have you been following this at all? I guess Cooking Mama Cookstar came out and then it was pulled off the eShop. People were selling hard copies. If you got a hard copy, apparently don't open it. Just don't open it because this might... Or maybe do open it. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the situation is. Sell it soon. I think it's the best bet. Um, late earlier today, the publish... No, sorry. The copyright owner of Cooking Mama said that Planet Entertainment, the company that developed the game, were outside of their rights to publish the game. That they were given a contract to create the game and that there were problems and the game was not up to the quality of the, of the copyright holder and that Planet Entertainment decided to continue publishing the game and still published the game even though they didn't address all the problems that the published the copyright owner had. Now, Planet Entertainment has retorted and come back with a statement that I will read to you now. Planet, Planet Entertainment wants to explain the mystery surrounding the Nintendo Switch game to all Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Office Create, the rights holder for Cooking Mama, approved a detailed game design in 2019. First playable, the game developer and Planet uh, followed the exact approved design. That design is the exact game on the Nintendo Switch, which also includes many additional Office Create suggestions which add gameplay value. Unfortunately, creative differences arose as Cooking Mama Cookstar was near completion that were outside the scope of our agreement and the game design approved by Office Create. By contract, Planet is fully within its rights to publish Cooking Mama Cookstar. There is no active litigation or ruling that prevents Planet from publishing the game. Cooking Mama fans have been very enthusiastic about Cooking Mama Cookstar, including the many new features including vegetarian and unicorn food, public <laughs> potluck party, plus more. We appreciate the overwhelming over. We appreciate the overwhelming positive response and support from Cooking Mama Cookstar fans. Office Create has our total respect. We thank them for their wisdom and wish them well. Basically an F you to what Creates basically said. Um, sounds like the game... I don't know, man. I guess we're going to have to wait a couple days. I guess, you know what? This is what we'll do. We'll come back to Cooking Mama if more news comes down the pipe. Like if it comes back on the eShop or something, we'll definitely mention it next week. Now, the big news of the week, uh, Nintendo went and pushed out a system-wide update to the Nintendo Switch yesterday, April 3rd. I'm going to read you all the notes here from the added thing. So, they added a bookmark feature to news. <laughs> you, know, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to include a link to the actual Nintendo Life article that I'm reading off of. I'm going to hit the highlights, the things that are interesting, and you can come back to the article. It'll be in the show notes. Um... The article is listed Nintendo Switch System Update 10.1. Sorry, 10.0.0 is now live. Uh, I added an option to transfer software between the system memory and the SD card. Um, users can now transfer downloadable software, update data and DLC from the system memory to an SD card and vice versa. Note that save data and some update data cannot be transferred to an SD card. I'm assuming that means things like Animal Crossing. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I've seen this in the in the system already that I'm able to you know move a game from uh, the system memory to an SD card and vice versa. I really like this feature because there are certain games that I want to have on the system memory because it runs a little bit faster or the game just happens to perform better when it's on system memory versus an SD card. Some games don't have a problem, so those games get to live on the SD cards. Uh, but unfortunately, my Fortnite game definitely plays better when it's on system memory, so I like to make sure it's there. Before this, uh, the only way to do it was to delete the game. Well, the only way to really ensure it was on your system hardware was to remove your SD card. If you could play it still, then you're good. Usually it asks you to, to download the game. So usually what I would do is I pop the SD card back in, delete the game, then pop the SD card back out, you know, rebooting every single time. And then download the game onto the system memory launch the game, play the game for a little bit, and then pop my SD card back in until the update comes out. And then may, might have to do it all over again. Now I can just go and check to make sure when the game's running funny, is it because it's on SD? Oh, it, okay, I'll just transfer it. We're good, we're good. They also added an option to remap the controller buttons. Now, I haven't gone in and played with this yet. I've only seen a little bit of this, but uh, according to the, the notes here, analog stick and button configurations can now be changed for each paired controller. From my understanding, this only goes for, here we go, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we're getting to the notes here. Custom configurations can be saved as favorites in system settings, controllers, and sensors. Custom configurations are stored on the Nintendo Switch system, so not in the controller. So if you change a button thing and then go to another switch or go to a different system or go to a different complete like pair your, your Bluetooth controller, it's not changing the way the, the actual hardware is mapping the games. Uh, configurations can be customized for the following controllers. So these are the only controllers that should work for this if I'm reading this correctly. Your left Joy-Con, your right Joy-Con, the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Buttons configurations can also be customized on the Nintendo Switch Lite system. So basically, if it's a Nintendo-made controller, giddy up. This feature, straight up, says here, this feature is not available for other controllers. If you are playing on a third-party controller, even if it's licensed by Nintendo, that means it's not gonna, you can't do it. No way, not happening. No, no, no. On each system, up to five favorite custom configurations can be saved for Joy-Con, five for Joy, sorry, for Joy-Con left, five for Joy-Con right, five for Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, and five configurations can be saved for your Nintendo Switch Lite. They add a new section in user settings for play activity settings. Uh, apparently you can display play activity too, and delete play activity uh, have been moved from friend settings to new play activity settings. I have no idea what that means. If you know what that means, hit me up. Added a new section to the lineup of user profile icons. Select from six new Animal Crossing New Horizon games for you. And of course, the general system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. They've got some screenshots if you're wondering what it looks like over on there. Now, PSA from Nintendo Life. This, I, I never knew about this. I never even thought about it. Uh, your Joy-Cons will probably need an update now that 10.0.0 is out. Uh, snap on those Joy-Cons, head into uh, system settings, and update those controllers from the controller and sensors choice. So so we've got the real, what how it affects you right now. Update 10.0.0, but what does it mean? for the long term. Get out those tinfoil hats, guys, because apparently uh, firmware 10.0.0 adds preliminary support for a new hardware model. NXABCD, three of the five new DRAM profiles are for the new hardware type, and there's evidence of a secondary display of sorts being added exclusively to this model. 
So I guess there is a UK-based data miner slash reverse engineer. His name is Mike Heskin. If you've you've probably heard of Mike Heskin, he's discovered the latest system update has preliminary support. So from what I've, I'm gonna actually let me let me finish up. So Mike was actually followed up. People were asking him. I'll actually, just read this article here verbatim. Uh, when asked by the follower. By a follower, how powerful this new unit could potentially be, Heskin said it would be running on the X1 Plus, which refers to the Integra X1 Plus chip. Uh, he says, right, it's all still X1, actually X1 Plus, which is X1 with the new bunch of numbers and stuff. I don't know what it means. Uh, I'm not sure how much more power they can squeeze out of it as it as it is 4K, for example, seems nearly impossible. Let me repeat that. As it is, 4K, for example, seems near impossible. So the X1 Plus doesn't sound like it's... It, it might maybe support Bluetooth, but like there's, it's an upgraded model, but it's still just as powerful as the X1. Maybe a little bit... But it might perform better because it's got better heat management or something. It's, a, it's an iteration. It's not a whole step up. Now, I would love to hear your tinfoil hat theories when it comes to this, because from what I was reading on Reddit, there was a group of people that were kind of breaking this down to what Mike had found two additional units on the update a while back. And I guess that was at least a year before we got the Switch Lite. And then that same year, we got the new hardware for the Nintendo Switch. And I think that's where a lot of people's rumors for the Switch Pro and the Switch Lite came from, is that, you know, one SKU became the Switch Lite and one SKU became a new Switch. People thought that was going to be the new Switch Pro. So what are we getting here? We're getting three of the new, sorry, three of the five new DRAM profiles. So there's five new DRAM profiles. Is that what he's saying? I'm getting confused with all of this uh, wording and everything. I'm sure we're going to break down things more. From my understanding, there was at least three new models. I don't think that means five new models. I think it just means two new models. From what I was reading before, uh, from my understanding, uh, one of them is going to have a secondary display. What does that mean? Does it mean a mobile Wii U slash 3DS DS console play? I don't know what... Like, it's not like Nintendo to not do weird things like that. I mean, people would buy it. I'm sure someone would buy it. I know my brother-in-law wishes that we had a new mobile that was a combination of the Switch and the 3DS and would play both console games no matter what. That's it for news this week. We're going to talk about games coming out tomorrow. And later on this week, there's nothing good coming out. I'm sorry. I'm looking at them right now. Unless there's something good, like, there's really nothing hard hitting coming out. I'm scrolling, guys. Uh, Naruto Shippuden looks like a Baruto game. Baruto game comes out on the 24th. Uh, Trials of Mana comes out on the 24th. If you're interested in that, Google search. I believe there's a pre-order system here where if you buy, tr if you pre-order Trials of Mana, you're going to get the collection of Mana uh, for like 12 bucks American. Definitely look into that if, if that's something you're interested in. Moving Out is coming out on the 28th. I, I guess a uh, totally reliable uh, moving service game was horrible. I've yet to even activate my code and I'm not sure if I'm going to. <laughs> Uh, and then the big kicker, this is what I was alluding to at the very beginning of the show. I realized this today and I just had to share it with you guys. On top of Ninja Law coming out, which isn't even listed here. Why isn't it listed here? Ninja Law comes out on the 27th and then on the 29th, what comes out? Borderlands Collection, right? Bioshock Collection. A Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive. 
XCOM 2 collection. Like, oh, there we go. Ninja Law is listed for May. So what am I thinking of? I'm still thinking May. So they haven't nailed... I'm so confused. Why is it listed after May as in May and coming out? I'm... Ah! And then at the very, very beginning of June, uh, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics comes out. That's what's coming down the pipe. Uh, and you're all caught up for this week in Nintendo News Now! Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, Twitter's probably the easiest. My name is Kyron at K-Y-R-A-N. Otherwise, there is the Game Smarter channel. Uh, basically, the hub right now is uh, type in gamesmarter.ca. That'll bring you to the Twitch page. If I'm streaming, I'm there. Chances are I'm not right now, uh, but there are links on that page uh, to all the other places. You can search us up on YouTube, and there are videos there. I haven't uploaded in a long time. I might be getting a new Fortnite video up pretty soon, but I'm just going through settings for that. So um, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter if you think I should start posting these uh, episodes over on the YouTube. It'll be a lot more work for me, and I'm not sure if it's worth it. But if I hear from you, then then it'll all be worth it. All right, guys. Till next time. Go play something. Nintendo News Now is proud to be part of the Rally Network. For more information, visit rallynetwork.net.